You just Absolutely. talk about what you, what you know. Don't talk yeah. about what you don't know. For sure. I'm going to be fine oh talking. My oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. scared shit. the crap out of me too. I'm Josh Sigmund and I'm a mortgage lender. I'm also a geek for money, not just earning it and saving it, but literally everything about it. I love that money has rules. It has its truths. I love investment strategies and I love making money work for us. For so many, money is emotional. For me, it's logical, like a puzzle. My passion is also helping others with their money. I love looking at people's finances, dissecting their puzzle and rebuilding with strategy and purpose. And I'm really good at it. I'm making this podcast about my money strategies, not the things that are written in books or sold in programs. It's a podcast outlining the lessons I've learned and used for the past 15 years. These strategies help me and those who use them save more, give more, create wealth, and retire early. Let me teach you how to build your net worth. You ready? Welcome to Sigmund Sense. All right, well, welcome back to Sigmund Sense. We're going back to our round two discussion about organizing your life through time management, which people don't love, but I've come to appreciate, right? And um, it is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. So hopefully, uh, if you're if you're just now listening in on this, I would recommend you go back to the previous episode because it gives you some key thoughts to work on. Yeah, uh, I love how it, we're unfolding this because right. there's a lot of kind of building blocks to getting it right. Well, it's not a one-hour conversation. It you know, is not. Um, it's a lifetime conversation. It's really funny. When I walked in earlier, uh, we were talking about how time management concepts tend to evolve, right? And, um, you know, I think the most grounding, sobering thought that we keep on mentioning is that your calendar is a reflection of your priorities. Yeah. And, you know, what does that story tell? And so when I think about what should be the next thing that we focus on for this series about time management, I, I need to hand it over to you because you are more organized at home than I am um, in how you run your husband, your kids, uh, really me as a, child, <laughs> as, as a child, an extended child of you as well. Um, but there's a lot of truth to that. And some of the things that I see you do, I think, man, that's freaking exhausting. Like I would never do that. Exhausting, and, right? And, and I think you're a crazy person in some ways, 100%. which is okay. All of sure. Uh, All of I think is true. that crazy people sit there and take notes of their entire <laughs> life and keep every single book. To, I mean, that's not journaling. Repeating? That's just like crazy notes, okay? Oh. Scribbles and scribes and all that. But uh, in all sincerity, uh, there's um, we'll, we'll be sharing a link to a uh, slideshow that you can reference as well. If you want to grab that slideshow before we start talking here in a second that you can reference. Uh, but what I want you to wor really work on, Bryn, is helping the working mothers and fathers out there that are trying to win at home and win at work and win with possible kids and, and, and really have it all. Because I, I think we both agree that it's a pursuit of perfection. It's not perfection. Yeah, but absolutely. you you have to assume that you really can't have it all. That's you know, where you that's start. The key. You that's have to the assume key. you can do it. So how do you have it all is what I want to challenge you to describe to our, our clan that's following us. I love it. I and love so it. So where how, where do you want to start with this? So I I, I have two stories. Uh, actually, not even stories. So this is funny because you alluded to you as one of my children that I lead and guide. So I was talking with. Um, with Randy and Weston last night. And I said, I said, you want to hear what the art of delegation looks like? 
And they said, yeah. And I said, I read your text. <laughs> it said, I asked you, are you all good for tomorrow? You go, yeah, I'm all good. What should I say? <laughs> I'm like, that's pretty good. Like, how do you say you're all good, but what do I do? All in the same sentence. And Weston started dying laughing. And he goes, he goes, isn't he your boss? <laughs> I said, I let him think that. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's a, uh, got, got, any guy that's listening, the key is to make the woman always right. Like they're the boss. I thought it's that okay. was the cutest thing. Then we, uh, the other day we were with our with my neighbor who <laughs> happens to be an Enneagram coach. So I am diving in with her and she is sharing all of this Enneagram stuff. And the boys were listening to this conversation. And she said, um, you know, Bryn, you're an eight. So she said, boys, let me ask you, who is the boss at home? And I was like, oh, this is going to be so interesting, like to see what they say. And they said, um, dad is a great guide, but mom is definitely the boss. <laughs> I thought that was That's funny. super cute. Um, so it all does start with thinking 100% that you can't have it all. And I, I tend to be a little competitive and I tend to be pretty persistent. And mm -hmm. so it is the, it is the pursuit of perfection. It is the suit of, you know, having it all that, um, that I like. And I think it's fun. Um, it also doesn't hurt that, you know, I do enjoy generally having fun with ways to organize and make things, the you know, things doable and easy to accomplish. So it's OCD is what that's called. Correct. Yes. And if I, you know, I've always wondered, like, am I OCD? The, going through this yes. definitely makes me, yes. if it clears up any confusion there. Um, you could have just asked me. But the, rea but the reality is I'm not really all that organized. I'm really not. So I, what I have done is simply put things in place that allow me to have organization. Yep. Because without them, things are a mess. And yep. so and I can't have that. So, um, here's, so basically the three areas are calendaring preparation, mm -hmm. and then, um, how to leverage your time and how to, how do I use things to leverage different activities? And again, we're focusing on at home first. Th this is at home. Yep. This is at home. A Which a lot of it could be applied towards the work. It does. It does. And, and you'll, and you know, there are some things that I do that, you know, I'll absolutely say I definitely use this at work too, but um, for this conversation, yeah, I really tried to focus just on, you know, just on the, the home life. So starting with calendaring, when people think of calendaring, they typically do think of work. Well, in our family, like our life is a business and it is, there's a lot going on. Everybody has places to be. Everybody has something to accomplish in their day um, and to be proud of. And so uh, we want to make sure that all of those things um, are being met. So the, the main four areas that we calendar are first, obviously, things around work. We have to know like where the work hours end and begin uh, for both parties, uh, me and Randy, um, all the kids stuff. So all the extracurriculars, the baseball games, the football games, the dance competitions, the um, the school presentations, all that stuff, family time. Absolutely. So whatever that looks like, whether it's big stuff like a family vacation or date nights with the kids, um, or date nights for Randy and I, and then the last thing is personal time. So when is Randy going to be out with his friends? When am I going to be out with my friends and get time away from the family? Um, which I will say is a priority this year more than it ever has been. Um, 
for a couple of reasons. You know, I think we had some realizations in this last year that we finally thought to ourselves, you know, we deserve to have this time away from the family and um, fun with our friends, but also our kids are at an age where there's just a little bit more freedom. So um, I really try to remember that too, because there's a lot of people listening that have young children or even new babies at home. And it's a, it, you're in a different season in that time. And it, when they're that little, you feel like it will never change. And this is always going to be the case, right? Um, they do get older, they do get more self-sufficient and they need you less, uh, which is sad, but also a beautiful thing too. Um, so being able to kind of adjust and roll with the punches is cool too. So when it comes to the family calendar, um, we use our iPhones, so our Apple calendars essentially, and which are all shared. So we have one master family calendar. Um, myself, Randy, and our daughter, KK, who is going to be 17 in two weeks, are all responsible for our own shit. It is our responsibility to put things on the calendar, uh, to communicate with the others in the family about where we're going to be, when we're going to be there, when we're available and when we're not. Um, this takes training and it takes practice and it takes diligence. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, one thing I'm pretty fanatical about the moment I get the email about the PTA meeting, the moment I get the email about the teacher conference, it immediately, no matter what I'm doing, I stop and put it in my calendar because I know for sure I will forget if I let it pass. So that's one huge key to organization is committing to the work and doing it the moment it comes mm -hmm. up. So you don't say, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, go back and check that email later. You won't. It'll be lost. So what happens if <clears throat> KK forgets to put something on the calendar? Oh, let me tell you what happens. There's a lot of tears and a lot of disappointment because we are unable to be somewhere that she needs us to be for her. So, um, this was a really hard adjustment, hard, a hard adjustment and some bumps and bruises along the way. So the example that sticks out most clearly in my head is she had a end of the year performance for dance and it was a big deal. They were dancing with the band all sort. I mean, just a beautiful presentation. I mean, it was a huge deal. And there was nothing on our calendars except for baseball that we both plugged in. You know, we had, we had baseball. It was filled with baseball. That day, she sent me a text. The day of the presentation sent me a text and said, um, hey, I know that the calendar shows that y'all are going to be at baseball, but I just wanted to see if there was any way that, you know, y'all could, or I wanted to invite y'all to my, my present or my performance tonight. And so right there, it was like, Oh, first of all, a lot of frustration there because one, she didn't put her own stuff on there. There's no way for us to know, right? Everybody's responsible for their own. Two, she can see clearly that there are obligations, right? Uh, both, not just one boy had practice or games, both boys. Um, and so ultimately at the end of the day, did I hustle my ass over there and get to her performance in the nick of time? Yes, I did. Was I happy about it? No, I was not <laughs> because it was, there's plenty of time for her to have taken that care of that responsibility. It's a great uh, lesson 
I mean, what a great life lesson early on. I mean, I feel like it is. Some may think it's really harsh. I feel like it's it's the way life is, right? Um, and we did have a talk about that afterwards. I said, you know, here's what after after the love and you know you did great and all of those. The follow up conversation there was, hey, we need to talk about what your lack of responsibility, how that affected the rest of the family, mm-hmm. and so. That's huge. That's huge. And she's going to be, she's going to be a senior next year. You know, it's time to, you know, have some skin in the game. Um, so it's a little painful at times, but Mm -hmm. you know, um, so, so the, the joke that we always make is if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist. And that is just so very true. Um, I want you guys all write that one down. That's such a important thought around time management it is like when people ask you what you're going to do today what's the answer let me look at my calendar whatever's on my calendar <laughs> whatever's like, on i don't my know whatever's calendar. on my calendar what are you going to do today i'm <laughs> guessing it's whatever's on your calendar whatever's right? on your calendar right but if it's not on it you shouldn't be doing it exactly exactly so um so basically when we open up our family calendar um i put all of the important birthdays important mm-hmm. milestones whatever at the very top those mm-hmm. are in the all-day categories Um, The other thing that I put is what I call calendar fillers. (laughs) So I put things that are, they're not a huge priority, but they need to get done. I need to reschedule the eye appointment. I need to call up to the school and and get this cleared up. I need to uh, order that t-shirt for whatever, just little piddly stuff. Um, So I put all those on the top of the calendar. So that way, in the middle, you know, if I'm on my way to an appointment, I can make that quick call. Birthday calls. Birthday calls, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, now in a in the business world where this translates is if I have um, appointment an appointment reschedule on me, um, I now have an open hour on my calendar. If I don't, if I'm not clear about what I can do to fill that time, it gets wasted quite often or we do something that is really unproductive. Um, gosh, you just can lose hours that way. So, you know, from a business perspective, if I lose that hour, um, or if I have that hour free up, then I have business related calendar fillers Mm -hmm. that I plug in. So that's always, that's always really nice to have as a go-to. Um, the other hugely important thing on our calendar is that everything that is listed is there's also a person assigned to who is going to be responsible for doing that. So if there's an orthodontist appointment in the middle of the day, um, during business hours or whatever, then it is notated who's responsible, whether it's mm-hmm. Randy or myself to take that kiddo wherever they need to go. Um, the other thing that's really helpful about this visual calendar and the colors that we use, uh, by person is that, you can really clearly identify where all the overlap occurs and make sure that you iron those out mm-hmm. ahead of time. So in a world where we have a almost 17 year old, you know, she babysits a lot and stays with the kids a lot for us if we have to go somewhere. So if her stuff is not on the calendar and we are, so we're expecting her to be home and then she's not home, you know, that can really mess things up. Yeah. Um, but as long as everything, everything is on the calendar, we can see, okay, so, uh, it looks like I'm going to be here at this time. Looks like KK's got practice. We've got baseball. Um, that means ever, all boys have to go to the fields together. You know, nobody can stay home, basically. 
Um, so, you know, it's, is it work? <laughs> yeah, it is work. Um, but I tell you what, like the two minutes it takes to fill in each individual calendar item sure as hell makes it worth it to avoid total chaos throughout the day. Yeah. Remember one of the goals we talked about from the last episode was uh, how do you reduce decision making? How do you improve the amount of joy and happiness mm -hmm. you get? And how do you remove stress from your life? You're talking about two or three of them I mean, by just having your family share a damn calendar. Share the calendar. Share the calendar. Um, yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I I don't do well. My mind doesn't operate well in chaos at all. Um and so a lot Some of you guys of, are chaos seekers out there. Oh my gosh. Isn't that the truth? Like I promise nobody needs to start drama because it will find you at some point. Yeah. Like don't be the one that's like looking for ways to make things more complicated and yeah. difficult. Um, but we all have that friend that is constantly running around with their head cut off and like always late and never can find anything. And like, Oh, I forgot about this. It's annoying. Yep. It's frustrating to, you know, and it can't feel good for the person either. And so, you know, there's, it just doesn't have to be that hard, right? So putting in little things that just protect everybody's sanity is, it's just really worth it. So is that good on the calendar today? Paint a yeah, good enough absolutely. picture of like how that all here's, looks and here's feels. Here's what I heard loud, loud and clear is, uh, it goes back to the starting point of, if you can follow a calendar at work, why wouldn't you have a calendar at home? Yeah. And it's got to be, it can't be somebody's secret. And this is not a calendar literally on the wall. This right. is a, in this day and age, smart calendars, right use here. Google, <laughs> use Outlook, use any number, Apple, use any number of, of shareable calendars that have overwrite privileges. Yes. So, and there's, there's a lot of apps too. Like yeah. there's apps you yeah. can get that. Yeah. So yeah. Easy. Fillers easy. I love, you know, what to do when you, when uh, it's kind of like a to-do list, but when there's time. Um, and then of course the key things are going to be done. Like you're not going to miss the key things. Not going to miss. Like the here's what I also you wouldn't have missed the baseball games. Baseball games were on the calendar. Absolutely. You were going to try to get to the dance if it <laughs> yes. worked out. It happened to work out, but if you hadn't, that wasn't your fault. It was not my fault. Absolutely. So okay. So the next huge area is how much preparation goes into pulling off a week in the Rouse House. Um, my brother has laughed at me numerous times. He's like. Dude, your preparation is insane. Like, just come and sit down. Um, here's the deal. I am not a morning person. I, I, it's on my life goals list. I want to be a morning person. Um, I'm a Leo, and I think Leos really like we work really hard during the day. And when we lay down, <laughs> it's like let them rest. What do they say? Let them rest because when they wake, they'll achieve huge things. That's what they say. So I know that mornings are a weak point for me. So I have to be really prepared the night before. So um, what that looks like for us is basically, you know, we have a daily, monthly, and then kind of a long-term view of things. Um, and this 100% translates at work. And I do the same thing. So when we look at it from a daily basis, it is my notebook. It's my spiral notebook that I use. It is my Bible. If I don't have it, I really don't know what to do. Um, again, I and I preach this to my kids. Don't 
waste valuable brain space on things that can be written down. There is no point, right? Um, take pictures of things you need to remember, write things down because your brain can be used for it's, it's, there's way bigger fish to fry for your brain. So if I can write it down, I will, it's all in one nice place. Any meetings I go to, if I go to a, anything for school, any, a, a new baseball meeting, a dance meeting, I've got my notebook, everything's titled with the date and I know where to find those notes. Um, really helpful for me. So that's kind of my daily, um, my daily viewpoint is just really working through my notebook. Um, I also tend to be really, I'm pretty good at priorities. So in priority pairing. So what that means is, you know, I make lists, I make lists and I make lists. I don't, I don't go in order that they're written down because I tend to get everything out of my head and onto paper. They don't come out in priority order. So anytime I have a list before I get started on anything, I go through and I prioritize which one needs to be first, second, and third. Um, and then I kind of draw hard stops around what has to be done today. Like what has to be done today. And typically that comes in that decision past the priority, um, list is, when there's been multiple distractions mm -hmm. in a day, I have to kind of draw the line and say, okay, we need to readjust. If the day continues down this path, then this has, these are the two things that have to be done. And then typically identify the, the very first thing that has to be done the next day. So that's kind of how I slide through the day yeah. on, on crazy you know, days that get distracted. Um, so from a monthly standpoint, it is, um, I like to have a viewpoint. So, or a 30 to 45 day viewpoint. And so I have a actual like monthly calendar, uh, whiteboard, got it from Hobby Lobby. It's my absolute favorite. It's really decorative. It's pretty. Um, and so it usually, you know, Pause it, is pretty important for time management. Yes. Why? Well, you don't want to look at something ugly all day. <laughs> <laughs> I care about black and white. Like, can we get this done? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes well, no. you have to color code. The colors come in. Font, font matters. OCD. Okay, keep going. Here's what that looks like. This is why I make it pretty. Because I am creative, it makes me, it excites me to see how pretty I can make my calendar. And so if that's like- How much a, time a, does it take you? <laughs> I mean, it, does, it, does it really matter if it's like super effective? It's funny. It doesn't really matter. So, um, so on that 30 to 45 day viewpoint, that is basically, it's not the nitty gritty because the nitty gritty is in the calendar, right? The, it's an overview. It's an umbrella of major things that happen in the month. So we're talking about birthdays, birthday parties, big events, um, long, uh, long weekends where we're going to take a road trip. Dad's going to the ranch. I'm going to the beach things like that, because where that becomes really important is the preparation that it takes ahead of time to prepare for those things. So a good example is, you know, around the holidays, we went, uh, the kids went camping and I got my trip to DC. Well, I realized that the, we all got back, like eight, the kids got back at eight o'clock PM and I got back at 11 o'clock PM and school was the very next morning. So Knowing that, that guided me on what needed to be prepared when I got back. So, 
you know, before we left, the laundry was done, the outfits were picked out, the backpacks were ready. Did it feel a little crazy because I was preparing for th something that was going to happen like literally 10 days later? Yeah, it feels a little weird, but I knew that there's we wouldn't have the time or energy to get all that done. And I didn't want them to start their new semester with total chaos. So those are the things that the view, the large 30 to 45 day viewpoint really helps with. Um, and so everybody can see that as well. Although I'm probably the one that pays the most attention to that. Right. I love that actually. Um, and then past that, um, you know, a long-term viewpoint, um, really long-term applies a little bit more towards a business perspective, although there are some major Well, you also did uh, priorities for your family. Like you and your husband sat down this year, went through the goals for the family. So this needs we to did. be somewhere. We did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's see. Past that, um, from a preparation standpoint, again, going back to these are things that I have to put in place because I am not great in the mornings and I know where my weaknesses are. So um, I also am at a place where I'm working from home at this point. And so um, that means they come home in the middle of my workday at 3.30 or towards the end of my workday. Um, and I don't want to be completely interrupted in that time. So I want them to know exactly what their responsibility is and what their role is after school. So that way I can continue to work after I give them a hug, give them a kiss, you know, welcome them home, let them get started on their stuff so they can keep the ball rolling. And then I can get back to work and we can come back together, you know, once the workday is over. Um, but I also think that this gives kids um, a lot of comfort. Like kids really, they want to know what to expect. And so and they, and they want to make you happy. So if you just tell them exactly what that looks like, there's so much comfort in that. And, um, I don't know. It just builds a lot of well, like, it's also accomplishment. Yeah. They're like, like, how do you feel yeah. accomplished as a kid? Well, if mom has a list that says make a snack, do homework mm -hmm. and rake the leaves or take out the trash yeah, here's your stuff. all before six o'clock. And then the first thing you say is, how was your day? It's like, well, I already got all that done. That's a feeling of accomplishment. Done. Right. Done. Yeah, absolutely. And you're exactly right. Those are the things that we have on there. You know, when they get home, I, I call it their after school for superstars list. I'm such a nerd. Yes, you are. <laughs> but it's cute in some weird ways. Go ahead. So, that, you know, the first thing is welcome home. Grab a snack. I'm so happy you're here. Um, get your pack, backpack ready. Get the folder signed. What's really funny is... Um, Walker, when he doesn't want to bother me, if like if I'm on a Zoom after school, he signs his own notebook, which I find hilarious. He's like, I already signed it for myself. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, see, they're already learning. Just, you know, take responsibility, get it done. Um, but get that, you know, get your hydro flasks refilled, get your masks on the door ready to go. So they're there in the morning, backpacks lined up. Um, and then Walker will make his own lunch um, if he it's going to be a day that he wants to take his lunch. And at this point, we give him the choice, um, but he makes his own lunch. And um, and then Wesson has five dollar chores. I call them five dollar chores because they're not earn your keep chores, um, which I firmly believe in the difference. Right. Like here's mm. to be a part of this family. And then this is what you're doing above and beyond. Um, and so he has those. And then I give them shared chores. And the thing I tell them there is, you know, it is, but 
both of y'all's responsibility. So if they're done, you both get credit. If they're not, you both are on the ringer for it, right? On the hook, because it didn't get done. Um, and then they can go enjoy their day and they know what those parameters look like as well. So I love that. I think more people need this. I think we can improve it at my household with this kind of stuff. Like the, uh, don't wait for dad to get home for all this stuff to start. Like you got home two and a half hours ago. Get after it. Get Let's get some things done before I get home. Get it all done. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, the other big thing that I'm, that I believe in is, you know, as many times as let's see, what's the best way to say it? Um, I don't know how to say it, but they, we make sure all the outfits are picked out on Sunday. Um, you know, some find this crazy. I, I can get my kids up fed and out the door on the bus in 12 minutes if needed. <laughs> That's crazy. And the reason I know this is because we have had two times this year, which is so weird that none of our alarms went off. Okay. Let me tell you about the number of alarms that are, that are being, that had to have not gone off. Like mine, Randy's, Weston's, KK's. I mean, let's go ahead and assume user, user error here. We need to for the whole the, family. We have, yeah. You're the leader. <laughs> like what? <laughs> and so, I mean, literally they woke up 15 minutes before the bus was going to be there and we could have easily taken them to school, but the boys, they don't miss the bus. Like, uh, uh, they love the, I don't know what happens on that bus, but they love their bus rides. And, and I mean, out the door because you're prepared because we're prepared. Yes. And I'm not talking like scrub kids They're They looked cute. Hair's done. Teeth brushed breakfast served. Right. Cause that's also something we talk about the night before is, you know, well, not the night before we know what the breakfast options are for the week, basically. Um, which also goes on the whiteboard in the pantry. Um, okay. I'm sounding like a total freak, mm -hmm. <laughs> but if people can nitpick and take a few of the things you're doing, yeah, it goes back to like, you're the reason I'm letting you run this entire podcast right now is, uh, no one obsesses over the details up front like you do. Right. So that's why, why you're teaching this. So <laughs> I, I don't do think a lot of people are going to be like you. That's right. not the point. It's about improvement, right? It's the pursuit yeah, of perfection. It's not things. perfection. Right. Yeah. And so if it's as simple as, you know what, I could do a better job of prepping for my week. How about this? What is going on next week that if I spend a little time this week, I wouldn't be stressed out next week. Next, right. Like you're going on a Christmas trip next week. Okay. Well, what are you going to do this week? So you're not running around like you with your head off. Yeah. Um, little things like that add up. And remember going back to the goals we talked about in the last one. Yeah. It's about reducing fatigue, reducing stress, improving quality or improving happiness. Um, and that's the win. I mean, that, that that's is it. the for, win. And for you, you need more of that than I do. Yeah, I do. Um, I need, I need to know the bullet point of what's most important next. Yeah. And nothing else. Right. Like that goes yeah. back to what, what the, uh, what my text was to you the other day. <laughs> Are you good with it? Yes, I'm yeah, good. I'm totally what do you want good. me to say? What do you want to say? <laughs> but to it me, it's that simple. Me I mean, I, yeah, you just absolutely. talk about what you what you know. Don't talk yeah, about what you don't know. For sure. I'm gonna be fine oh talking. My <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Scared the crap out of me too. That was entertaining. So for those of you guys who were listening, and it sounds a little bit choppy, it's because some random homeless guy just started. Knocking on the window, and it's nighttime now, and uh, that just scared me to that, death. How about you? Yeah, just just tad, just, just a tad. tad. 
So what we were saying oh though is um, <clears throat> is it's about reducing stress. It's about uh, yep. improvement and small steps forward. But yep, for sure. what I'm really Im- impressed with with how you run your household, and and I hope some of you guys picked up on this. And you didn't go into a lot of detail, so I'm gonna pick your brain on this before I allow you to finish up. Okay. Is you do delegation at home, and yeah. some people delegate at work. Some people have employees. I happen to have some. Some people uh, delegate maybe house cleaning or lawn care, right? Uh, you delegate with your kids. <laughs> and so I was reading your power PowerPoint and when I was reading through like the chores, one of them was, you know, separate <laughs> homework, you know, sweep the leaves. Yes. And I, I want you to explain that a little more because I, I find that to be fascinating and hilarious. Um, uh, but it's it, but it also is something that bothers you that needs to get done and there's perfectly capable people in your household to do it. Perfectly so. capable people. Um I don't know if this is right or wrong. I, but (laughs) you know, the kids chore lists are really just made up of things that I really don't want to have to do. (laughs) Like I just, it's things that I don't like to do. So there's, uh, there's always leaves that are drug into the front entryway by my front door and it drives me batty, but I don't want (laughs) to clean up the leaves. So guess what? Wesson and Walker get to fight over who gets to pick up the leaves that day. <laughs> Is that an everyday chore? Every day. That's freaking <laughs> nuts. Okay. Day. Nutty woman. <laughs> they can use Dilly, Dilly the Dyson. They can use him if they want. Or the they... Dyson vacuum cleaner has a name? Yeah, Dilly. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to get, we need to go to commercial Dilly. break so I can have a beer to handle they you. Can, <laughs> they can use Dilly. But yeah, you know, the... When in doubt, you just delegate it off and you teach them how to do it. You give them a little bit of grace. Mm-hmm. I, anytime there's a new chore, I always tell them you get three strikes before I start getting really irritated that you're not mm-hmm. doing your chore. And then that usually by then they're, you know, well, I'll tell you, it. I'll tell you something else that I want to add to this uh, conversation about uh, things I delegate, right? Like uh, I've got an acre yard. Um, I am perfectly capable, strong man that can mow my lawn. Uh, what I realize is in my limited time on a monthly yeah. and weekly basis that I would rather shoot baskets with my son for an hour 100%. and with my daughters for an hour than mow the lawn for an hour and a half or two hours, right? Yeah. And so uh, getting back to what matters most, I'm really clear priority-wise that I, uh, that I want to spend the time where I want to spend it, yeah. which will give me more joy. And so... I happen to have enough savings I can pay for pay a for yard that. person. Yeah. Um, some of you guys are still running to uh, grocery stores, right? And that is not an hour event. That's a hour and a half, it seems like minimum, to oh drive somewhere, gosh. pick it all up, yes. get on back, unpack it all. I did. So I, when I did like, my Christmas uh, Christmas dinner yeah. grocery shopping, it was a two and a half hour yeah, event it's crazy. from start to finish. Versus like, like an Instacart. Like that, right. that's a delegation people need to think about it of is. what's something that you have to do all the time mm-hmm. that for this is that we're speaking, speaking at home, but obviously it applies yeah. at work too. But if it's something that's to be repetitious on auto, autopilot, yeah. you should take advantage of technology 100%. for delegation to do it. So for example, subscription services, yes. Uh, yes. like it turns out that you're always going to need toilet paper, right? You're always going to need certain and guess spices. guess what's most you're, expensive when you run out and you're, you have to run out and get toilet paper at the gas station, at the gas station or at for two, two, two rolls instead of yes. 40 of them. Yes, 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 yes. Right. But um, but that what was, but tell me about the subscription stuff that you do to help run the household and keep yeah, it you know the basics. So you know the thing here I want to point out is 
not to overdo it because I do get a little weary about just adding another monthly expense or another ongoing expense that you don't see, right? Because when those add up, it it becomes a problem. Yep. So, which we talk about in season one with all the budgeting stuff. So be careful about what you do. But like you said, we're always going to need paper products, whether that's toilet paper, paper towels, Kleenex, whatever, paper plates, whatever your, whatever your thing is, right? You're going to need those. You're always going to need detergents and shampoos mm-hmm. and toothpaste. All of those things just, I, we do Amazon subscribe and save because I've, I actually did price them out, um, against some, you know, a couple other companies and very, very well priced items. And you pick your frequency, you adjust it as needed. You can cancel it at any time. I mean, it just is a freaking no brainer. Like, why would you ever like have that stress of being out of something that was so unnecessary? Um, it also came in really handy when COVID hit because, um, luckily we had just gotten a, a shipment of all of our paper products, you know, right before, um, COVID hit. So we were good we were able to, yep. able to share with our neighbors and That's crazy. <laughs> all of that. So, um, yeah, you know, and with grocery shopping, this one, groceries have always, were always a challenge for me. And I finally feel like, um, I mastered it in 2020. Um, when you, Curbside pickups and and grocery deliveries are a little challenging in the beginning to get your groove on how much you need, what to buy, how to navigate the sites. Like it just kind of can take a little bit to get used to, especially if you're always ordering different stuff. Mm -hmm. What I have found is we pretty much have a rotation of three like orders from HEB. And so literally whatever... I'm like, I I don't have them numbered or named or anything, but I can kind of tell which order we need. So I go in, find one, click reorder everything, then go into the cart and just take off anything that I know for sure we don't need, which I'm doing in the kitchen. So I know we like, I'm not overspending or just super, it's so much more efficient. Um, Well, and that goes back to, um, it, it was my household for a time, not anymore. My household at a time, it seemed like we were running the grocery store every day. Every day. Because nothing was thought out, right? It wasn't every organized. Day. It was just, what are we going to have for dinner? I don't know. Like, let's go buy this fast food. Let's go out to this That's restaurant. A- let's go to the grocery store and go get some steaks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to, I heard you already say, the kids already know what's on the breakfast menu this week. Yeah, here's the options. Right? These are the options for the week because I bought this shit on Sunday. Right. It's all here already and we'll run out by next Sunday and we'll right. order it all again. That has been a huge improvement over last year. Um, I I never could follow, um, like on Monday we will have spaghetti, on Tuesday we'll have tacos. I didn't, I never, because no matter what, on Monday I did not want spaghetti for like just because I was being told I had to have it. So we just have, here's what's available. Like here's what we bought food for and then we can kind of decide like what sounds good for everybody. So that love it. that's given me a little bit more freedom, which I love. Um, and then on the nights that, you know, there's some nights where we're just spent, right? Mm-hmm. It's been an emotionally exhausting day. It's been a physically exhausting day and we can make a decision to say, mailing it in, go to Taco Cabana or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like those choices are also made, um, way less frequently because there's also a sense of responsibility to like eat the food that you bought, you know? Um, cause when you get really into budgeting, it's like, this is, don't keep throwing away $5 bills. Everything you every, order is five to 10 bucks, everything, yeah. everything. And like, it pains me to throw away, you know, 
produce that has gone bad. So, um, so yeah, there's a lot of wins to be had. So um, what, what other, I'm just trying to think of the last couple mundane, like what about laundry and dry cleaning? Um, how, how are you organizing and saving time in those areas? I'm curious. Okay. So you're, <laughs> I'm a master delegator at laundry as well. So, um, I have basically a rule in my house that I will do your laundry as long as it is all folded or all right side out. So it's not, you know, complete pairs of pants, 100% inside out drives me crazy. Well, KK has decided, I mean, she decided, gosh, I don't even know, maybe in seventh grade that I'm just going to do my own because I don't want to sit there and put everything right side out. So she started doing her own like a long time ago. The boys, um, Walker has decided he will get undressed prop, like he'll pull his arms out <laughs> and everything goes in the laundry basket. No, you're making crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel a little crazy when I was trying to explain to Wes and I'm like, if you would just take your clothes off the right way, you would never have to do this because he has to get everything prepped. So they have to make sure they're the right side out. How do you say that? Right side, inside out, right side out. I have no idea. I've never had do you know this what conversation. I'm talking about? No, you're crazy. <laughs> You've never, <laughs> Gabe, you know what I'm talking about, right? Right side out. Okay. Yeah. Do you make sure your clothes are right side out when they go in the laundry? No. Oh my no, normal gosh. Normal people don't. It's so exhausting. Okay. Anyways, gosh, y'all are wasting tons of time in life. So, um, anyways, so they have to make sure they're right side out and then put them into pants, like basically like top yeah. and bottom piles. And then I'll do them. Um, and I'll fold them, but they have to put them away. What about uh, dry cleaning when you have to dry clean? I do clean? not buy clothes that have to be dry cleaned. Ever? Basically, no. Ironing? They also don't need to be ironed. <laughs> Those are time savers. <laughs> For sure. I'm the worst I, ironer I was, ever. I, I will say that for those of us that go to the office and, and have yeah. uh, dry cleaning, there are plenty of pickup services that will come to your office and drop them off at your office. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's it sounds silly, but there's plenty of resources out there. Absolutely. So when you think about the mundane, like what this whole episode was trying to focus on is, if you are more organized at home, and by the way, the other things I would add to this that are super important to me is your car. Oh, I'm like, so glad I you brought that up. I cannot get in a car that's filthy every day. I cannot stand it. When you eat freaking fast food, when your kids eat fast food in the back seat, get, get that out. crap out of get my car when we stop. Don't leave anything in there because I want to get into a clean-ass car when I get back I in I do here, too. Right? I, you know, one thing that I'm, um, I've gotten better with as I've gotten older and clearly mo more OCD is... Um, taking that, that one extra minute to do things, to put whatever you used back to end your day by taking the crap out of your car yep. to take the crap out of my work bag. Um, at the end of the day, you know, the signal that I'm done for the day is my light, my, my desk, all my lights turn off, computer shut down, yeah. everything's, I did my best. My best is good. enough. Right. That's the mindset. And there's a closing to the day. Um, which means there's also a beginning to the day, which is mm. nice. When the lights come on, the door is shut, you know, mm -hmm. the music's on, shoes are on my feet, like the day has started, yep. <laughs> which is also I nice. I love that. Um, but the more organized <laughs> that you are at the home front, the more effective you can be at your job or your business. That's the reality. It, I mean, it, it's, you know, a clear space equals a clear mind yep. in my, in my, in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and well, that's what it all ties well, back what to. I want to so. uh, wrap up episode uh, this episode 
on that note, uh, because really where I think we go from here is what are some tactics you can employ within your calendar at work now to make you more effective with your prioritization. Um, and that's uh, a longer conversation. It so is, yeah. I do want to stop on that note. I think that was excellent. I can do definitely do better Thanks. at so my fun. home front. It's, it's uh, fun. Make it taking a notes from a crazy OCD lady. I mean, but, I mean. Uh, separate of, well, maybe including the crazy homeless guy that just scared the crap out of us. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sigmund Sense. <laughs> yeah. So we'll if you, you have questions time. or, you know, if there's someone out there that's crazier than me and has like a different way of doing something, you know, crazy likes crazy. Share your tips with me. <laughs> uh, Sigmund crazy Sense. attracts crazy. <laughs> it does. SigmundSense at gmail.com. And um, please like and share and subscribe. And uh, we appreciate all of y'all for hanging out with us on season one and now in season two. Amen. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.